1: It's the 63rd annual PRCA Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match, August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Top PRCA Cowboys compete for the title champion and collect thousands in prizes on the world's best bucking horses. Celebrate past champions or join in the live Calcutta of Cowboys on August the 2nd. The Champions Ride, August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Exit 7 on I-94 east of Beach, North Dakota. Gates open at 10, the excitement begins at 1. Advance tickets and information at hotrnd.com.
2: If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer.
6: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Father Justin Waltz. And I'm Father Josh Waltz. And we are the Sons, Sons of-, of Thunder. We are all on a. I love that. I do. I can't, too. I can't, I can't, it can't get enough of that. I hope everybody <laughs> else loves it as much as we do. Well, everybody, we are all on a spiritual journey, one that probably has many ups and downs, hills and valleys, and each journey is unique to each and every one of us. The one thing that is true of all our journeys is that we have a story to share. It's a story of the Lord's goodness and how, though we may face many struggles and suffer along the way, He has promised to remain with us always, providing everything we need to continue forward on our path to holiness. What we do with this new segment, like the name suggests is we're gonna share your story. Each week we'll invite listeners like you to join their journey or to share their journeys, providing inspirational and uplifting stories that offer hope. If you would like to share your story during the segment, please ta- please contact our programming coordinator, the one and only Brandon Clark at one 877 795 That's Brandon Clark at one eight seven 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 nine five Zero one two two. This morning, we would like to welcome Nate and Becca Swenson, who are live here at Schweitzer's Gourmet Meats. And there and has
7: been a butcher sight- a
6: sighting. Th- th- we saw the butcher. The butcher is in the house. He is here. And uh, he's going to be cutting up some really, really, really good cuts that we're going to share with you. Now, you can't taste them, but we're <laughs> going to be tasting live on the Sons of Thunder show, real presence radio welcome nate and becca how are you two doing today we're well good to see you guys so uh in this inspired segment we're uh we have them on thanks for being on the air with us this morning let's start at the beginning of your faith journey did you both grow up catholic
8: I just stopped by to get some steaks.
6: <laughs> <laughs> we just grabbed these two off the street, actually. We were like, hey, we need a segment. Do you have a good <laughs> journey? <laughs> Can you share your story?
9: <laughs> we came over from Mandan. We wanted some steak. No.
6: <laughs> I, I actually grew up in
8: a traditional Lutheran faith. I was uh, okay. baptized and confirmed um, in the Lutheran church. It was fairly liturgical, uh, traditional.
6: Okay, so that that must be Missouri Synod. Um, it then. was an
8: English Lutheran church, actually. Really? Tell
6: me more about that. I've never. I heard was that uh,
8: up in Hazen. Uh, Peace Lutheran is was where we started. Um, Partway through growing up, we moved over to English Lutheran. Uh, but but yeah, it was uh, you know same readings as the you know the Catholic Church. And uh, I remember getting chastised for wearing shorts to church one time when I was younger. <laughs> and and uh, we should start that again. <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> Hear me now, everybody! Don't wear shorts to church. <laughs> now our our dad uh, Herb, he uh, is uh, well. That's the whole Waltz family is actually from the Drake area, uh, up in the Minot area, and they're all Lutherans. Okay. So at my ordination, our, our ordination, uh, my great-aunt Peggy, God rest her soul, came up and she was like, Yeah, well, we always wanted a pastor. But I suppose we'll settle for a priest. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so that's always been kind of near and dear to our family as well, but I've never heard of the English Lutheran segment before, but I, I will say that the Missouri Synod in general, that more traditional uh, Lutheran end of, of Protestantism is is very, very close to Catholic. So it it must not have been that big of a transition for you to become Catholic.
8: Right. And as far as the, uh, the services and stuff, that wasn't a big tra- transition. Um, I think... You know, it wasn't until you got into some of the more deeper theological things that I honestly had never really thought about what right. the truth was about, uh, about Mary, maybe, or about the Eucharist and things like that. But I will, I'll say that they, you know, I didn't grow up with a bias against the Catholic faith. My cousins were members at St. Mary's in Richerton, and that was my earliest experience of the, the Catholic okay. Church. And we went to church with them when we were visiting. And
6: I think you bring up a really good point um, You know, as we move into the future. If I, I think of like my grandmother's time. You know, I mean, that was borderline war, right? So you didn't affiliate with the Lutherans, you know. You had coffee with the Catholics, and that was mm-hmm. it. Nowadays, well, nowadays, if you're going to church, praise <laughs> God, period, <laughs> right? But but I, I, I think there's more of a, uh, an open dialogue and understanding to a person's faith journey, period. Nobody's going to say, well, if you want to go from being Lutheran to Catholic, well, you know, don't come around here any longer. You know, it's more like, oh, well, if that's your choice... And uh, you know, so be it. But that also, I think, opera, uh, opens up the opportunity for a deeper faith dialogue. You know, A lot of your guys is generation. You're millennials, right? So a lot of the the, the, b- line. Yeah, the borderline, I know I'm a generation <laughs> X, so. but you know, the millennials on down. Really, there's there's a larger discussion about truth that's going on because a lot of people don't have any faith at all, and when they finally do find it, I know. You know, we're going to be teaching. Uh, Core Christie is going on this week out at the University of Mary, and I'm we're both teaching. This week? No, next week.
7: No, this week, and, dude. Uh,
6: yeah, it is this week, right? Later <laughs> on this week. So, but the, the, I am the, my brother's the, keeper. The, the, the Zeers now, I think they're called, or the Homelanders is <laughs> the new generation. And these kids, it's like, I mean, there is no opposition or resistance whatsoever. You're sitting there, and it's like, yeah, not to go to Sunday Mass is a mortal sin and has the potential to send you to hell. And, I mean, this one kid last year, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Nobody has told my family this. This cannot be true. And I'm like, no, it is. And he's like, we got to get the word out on this. You know, what I mean? it was just like, they're just like so shocked and awed by it that I really think there's a time of, of, of renewal coming. So. Now, did you join the church when you two were dating, or did you find it on your own? Yeah, actually, we,
8: you know, we were talking about marriage, and uh, I guess probably the biggest motivator for us at the time was we wanted to raise our kids in one faith. Um, we, You know, we had seen families that were parents were split between Catholic and Lutheran, and, and uh, yeah, we just felt strongly about that, and uh, she... Humored me, and we went to Lutheran and Catholic parishes parishes for a while, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and then I uh, finally decided to go through RCIA, and since we weren't engaged yet, she was able to be my sponsor. Oh, cool! Oh, that's great. Uh, so that, so that's it, I think great. it was just it's good for her. The RCIA experience was just.
6: So now, Becca, have you been Catholic your whole life? Then? Yep. Okay. Yep. And where are you both? You're from Hazen, you said. We're high school sweethearts from Hazen. Cool. How long have you been married? Sixteen years. Sixteen. How many years? kids? Six. Wow! That's awesome. That, that is, is awesome. Brought whole joy to my heart. up what drew you to the Catholic faith, name
8: well initially, like I said, um, you know we wanted to raise our kids with one faith, and I didn't see it as such a big jump and um, I don't know I guess I kind of felt you know she was strong. I felt like she was stronger in her faith than I was at the time, and uh, I felt like I could I could make that jump and and uh, when we first became Catholic, um, even going through our CIA you know, I would we were, I would call us kind of a la carte Catholics at the time, and um, there were certain things I was struggling with, and she's like I remember her telling me, that's okay, not all Catholics believe that. You can still become Catholic. <laughs> so we, weren't, we, we, we were kind of a la carte Catholics to begin with. We would consider ourselves living the Catholic faith, but maybe didn't understand all the teachings or know of maybe like the gentleman that you
6: talked about earlier. We just didn't know maybe that we weren't all in yet. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's a 16-year faith journey. Was there, was there a point that you kind of like came online and said, man, we gotta we got to go deeper with this? Like conversion, maybe, we might call yeah, it.
9: Yeah, or a reversion. Like Nate said, we said that we were practicing Catholics, but we didn't know what we didn't know. <laughs> so after our third child, we had some changes at our parish, and it was kind of a tipping point to, in our family, too. We were really involved in music ministry, and that music ministry was changing, and then we had three kids, and we were trying to make time for that big commitment of music ministry. And so it was like... That whole world just fell apart. And now we're like, well, we're not in music. What are we doing? We've got these three kids and we don't feel like we have time, but we don't know what's going on. And at the exact same time, Real Presence Radio came to town and Nate's like I've been listening to this talk radio that father talked about at mass and I was like you're weird <laughs> talk,
10: <laughs> whoa, talk, what's going on, talk
9: radio that sounds lame <laughs> and um but then it would be on in the car after he had driven that vehicle you know so I would just keep listening and being like whoa yeah. so like big things came up like we weren't frequenting we weren't doing at all any uh, reconciliation we <laughs> were like Hey, did you hear? <laughs> yeah,
6: you got go to go to That's a big deal.
9: <laughs> and then another one was, hey, this contraception thing, not, yeah, not yeah, cool. Right. Not, not, <laughs> we, we shouldn't be doing that either. And then there was, uh, uh, did you know that was Jesus? That's what we, at mass, yeah, the bread. Yeah. That's the real thing. <laughs> and so there was like a lot of things that hit us like that. And quite, then, quite
7: honestly, if I think if every married couple in the Catholic Church bought into those three things, yeah, it would be a whole different church. Yeah, it
9: would, right? Um, and so that's what hit us, and that's why Mike wanted us on the program too. Was that we have this journey that really like we had some things go south, and then all of a sudden we were like on fire because of things that we,
6: amen, that
9: our eyes were open to.
6: I wish more people would have that experience, you know. I think, you know, when you're going through local
8: struggles, Catholic Radio really, for me, got me in touch with how big the church is. Like, any struggles we're having at our parish or even in our diocese, are there's so much more to the Catholic faith and the history behind it. And you start learning about all that and you realize, where else, it's kind of, Lord, where else should we go? Right. This is it.
6: (laughs) Well, that's the thing. A person logically studies the history of the church you, I mean, just historically speaking, this is obviously the church that Christ left. And I don't remember who it was that said it, but if the priests haven't destroyed it, no one's ever going to destroy it. You know, I mean, she's right. still standing. So, folks, you're listening to Real Presence Live Sons of Thunder segment. Uh, we are here with Nate and Becca Swenson, and we have a butcher sighting here <laughs> at Schweitzer's Gourmet Meats. Uh, down kind of central Bismarck right by uh, Super Value. He's
7: actually cutting right uh, He's now. cutting, and not mid- only
6: is he cutting, but he's cooking because I can smell it. The the, <laughs> the 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 beautiful aromas of cooked, meat. delicious meat. <laughs> he's is, not, by is, the way, he's not
7: cutting up a cow in front of him. He's <laughs> cutting up a nice piece of stuff. Tell you what,
6: though, the cuts that they have down here are second to none, so make sure at some point today because we know that you want a steak so you come on down and uh, see what they got uh, in their coolers They're, I mean they just brought out five new cuts butcher <laughs> from the back I mean I'm hungry and I can smell the
7: deliciousness of this meat down here yeah looking forward to that so back to our conversation is what do you think was the biggest struggle <clears throat> on your kind of reversion uh, back to the faith or your conversion to the faith um, that you two experienced I'd
8: I'd say it started with um, when we really started to embrace NFP, yeah, and, and uh, started to live with more openness to life. And uh, what were, what was think, the effect of that though in your life? I think people need I'm, to hear that. Yeah, um, I like to tell people it's probably one of the single biggest things we've done for our marriage. To help hmm. Our marriage, uh, it it really opened up communication and dialogue, and most importantly, trust between us in a way that never, and it, it didn't happen overnight. I mean, you ha- we had to jump into it and just kind of trust, alright, this is church teaching, this is hard, we don't really understand all the, why we're doing this yet, until mm-hmm. you see the, the fruits of it. And, uh, I don't know, do you have anything else to add? Yeah,
9: you think you trust your spouse, you know. You're living with them every day, you Gets a couple kids, you know. But when you have to trust them in that intimacy, you know, there's it's not like you're not going to trust them with the finances then the next day. It's not like you're right. not going to trust them right. to like keep the kids safe the next day. It just really amped up to a totally different level. What our relationship was.
6: If I've got it read, right. And obviously I'm a celibate priest, but there's something about a, the vulnerability of the discussions surrounding natural family planning that when couples dive into that, that's such an intimate conversation for them to have that, that, I think the trust that they talk about, that it's from that vulnerability, that I'm going to tell you about this, and you're going to totally receive it, uh, and and that builds some foundational union that, uh, well, I don't know what it is, but obviously <laughs> it works really well. I just gave a conversation, or a, a conference, excuse me, this last year down in Fort Worth, Texas, to a group of people. and. It was all about NFP and coming out of that, like the amount of men that started practicing it with their wives and they're like, I had no idea. But it was just like this moment of enlightenment, like everything actually was going to get better, mm-hmm. you know, but the lie of the culture is that it's going to be weird, you know, and it's yep. not that, like it, it deepens the whole thing. So,
7: yeah. And and you guys, you know, you mentioned Catholic radio, I, you know, I, we have a lot of people that call in a lot of you hear from a lot of people about how it's touched their lives. And, you know, when you think about it, you're like, I just, like you said, I just It was on, and I just started listening, and all of a sudden, it just, like, draws you in, you know? And so, you know, thank God for the gift of Catholic Radio. I mean, this is just a clear example, you two, of how it was so simple of a thing, but that's where it all started. Mm -hmm. Um, And now you guys are obviously on fire for your faith. Megaphone of the Holy Spirit, so to keep saying, tune on yeah. in.
6: Tell everybody to tune in. This is uh, one of the greatest gifts that God can can give us, and we want to thank everybody for supporting Catholic Radio and for tuning in. Uh, and uh, and just just really being a part of this whole f- you know, real presence network family.
7: Well, I thank Nathan and Becca for coming in today to the butcher shop and sharing their story. You guys are great. We got some <laughs> sausage out there. Yeah, the- if you want to come on down, <laughs> we are got at sausage. 625 South Washington Street. We got a little sampler out. If <laughs> oh boy, I'm getting excited. <laughs> We're ready for uh, coming back uh, with a 10 minute tour with Mike Kedrowski, and later in the show we will be having a sit down with Travis Schweitzer, the butcher himself, and about. 10.32, we have a couple of special giveaways courtesy of the generosity of Schweitzer's Gourmet Meats. Two $50 gift cards available for callers. Stay tuned, and you could win those.
5: Right back, folks. We'll see you in a little bit. This is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging.
0: like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic store here in Sioux Falls.
11: People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com.
12: Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutton, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger, from brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of Saint Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from nine to eleven central.
5: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Yes, and welcome back to Schweitzer Gourmet Meats in uh, Bismarck, North
13: Dakota. We are about ready to start the 10-minute tour. My name is Mike Kidrowski to lead you through the next 10 minutes giving the brothers a well-deserved break Uh, we have in our first segment oh there's the car Yeah, we, we gotta we gotta get a different horn there i think but anyway we have saint therese parish in rapid city we have i believe bobby myers on the phone are you there bobby yes sir i'm here all right well what's happening at saint therese in rapid city
14: Alright, well, uh, this Friday morning, and every Friday morning till so August 9th, we are having a deal called Encounter and Indulge, and um, I'm inviting all the youth, um, middle school and high school, to uh, 7.30 a.m. Mass, and then at 8 to 9 a.m. Adoration, and then we'll squeeze in morning prayer, and after that, we'll run downstairs, have ourselves some breakfast, some conversation, and then following that, we'll have a fun activity, whether it's um, games in the church or... Um, like last week we went to Tyrus Cove, so um, fun will be had after, after a good holy hour.
13: Yes, well that sounds, you know, I, I'm thinking that this is a great break for uh, the uh, uh, students that are on summer break, you know, to get away and uh, reflect, uh, attend mass, uh, spend some time in prayer and what parent wouldn't like their uh, middle school and high school uh, uh, children to to be at something like this, Bobby. When did this all start? Can you give a little, little history?
14: Absolutely. Yes, sir. Last year, um, last year I started it. Um, it was just kind of a young program yet. Like I said, it was the first year. Um, and this year we kind of revamped it. We renamed it. I had a couple more court team members that are along to help. And... Um, we just want to get those kids in with the year of the Eucharist. Um, we feel the presence of the Eucharist is an absolutely one of the better sacraments that we have. If there is that's a wonderful sacrament, <laughs> and um, yeah, yes, but uh, just absolutely want to get those kids in and spend that time with Christ and, and have and establish a relationship with Him.
13: Yes, and it's every every Friday uh, starting uh, at uh, with uh, daily mass at 7:30 followed by adoration. And, uh, Bobby, what number can we call to get more information?
14: Yes, sir. It would be 605-381-0053, and that's myself. So, um All right. Well, Bobby, thank you
13: very much for joining us live on the live show this morning. Uh, we have to go on. Uh, all the best to you, Bobby.
14: Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And God bless.
13: God bless you. And also, uh, we go to now Duluth, Minnesota. The 28th Annual Evening of Healing Prayers and Mass at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Rosary. You are invited to come on Monday, July 29th to the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary for the 28th Annual Evening of Healing Prayers and Mass. Mass is celebrated at 6 p.m. followed by an opportunity for individual prayers. You are also welcome and encouraged to attend Adoration, which is held from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Confessions from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. that same day. And uh, what, a nice, uh, what a nice event to attend. Uh, and then again, that is in Duluth, Minnesota, at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Rosary next up we go to Bismarck North Dakota a Bismarck infertility support group a spinoff of the Hannah's Hope Mass first offered in 2017 the Bismarck diocese has begun a spiritual support group for those facing the struggles of infertility join us every first Thursday of the month from 8 to excuse me from 7 to 8 p.m. Central time either on either on location in Bismarck or via go online video conferencing contact Christy Collins at 864-354-5046 for more details okay let's go on to uh, a day of a uh, day of reflection we'll get to Sister Mary Ruth coming up here at the day of reflection but again I just want to plug the uh, Bismarck Infertility Support Group in Bismarck. Uh, again, this is uh, every first Thursday of the month from 7 to 8 p.m. Either on location in Bismarck or via GoToMeeting. Christy Collins at 864 354 5046. Now, going on to Sister Mary Ruth. Uh, good morning, Sister Mary. Good morning. And uh, we have, uh, you're coming from Hankinson, North Dakota. You're going to talk about the Day of Reflection. Go ahead, sister.
15: Yes, so Pope Francis reminds us frequently how important it is to have that personal encounter with Jesus. And this summer I've been offering a Day of Reflection on the first Saturday of each month. The next one is coming up on August 3rd and the day starts about 10 in the morning, so it's 10 until 4 in the afternoon, and we have a chance to just come away from our busy summer schedules and to pray with Scripture and to relax and enjoy each other's company, to enjoy the beautiful grounds here at the Franciscan Retreat Center in Hankinson, North Dakota, and to listen to what Christ might be telling us through Scripture. I find that in preparing for these days, it's about praying with Scripture. But as looking back after the day is completed, a certain theme tends to emerge for each person. So we start on the August 3rd day. We will start with the Scriptures for the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and we'll see where the Holy Spirit leads our conversation. So everyone is invited to join us for this day in Hankinson, North Dakota. If you're interested in registering or would like more information, you would call us here at 701-242-7195 and ask for Sister Mary Ruth.
13: Well, Sister Mary Ruth, thank go ahead. Go ahead, sister.
15: No, I was just to say it's a time to to set aside to just spend the day with Jesus. And
13: oh, to that's wonderful.
15: The believers and
13: Yes, well, thank you very much for leading the uh, uh, ministry that that you have going there in Hankinson, North Dakota. Thanks for joining us, uh, Sister Mary Ruth. You have a blessed day.
15: Thank you, you too.
13: And we're off to uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Magnificat morning. Uh, Are you looking for a way to grow in your Catholic faith and femininity? Join us for a monthly gathering meant to help us in this way. Magnificat Morning is held on the first Saturday of each month at Saint Anne's Living Center in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The morning includes rosary, mass, music, a short talk, small group discussions, sharing, and prayer. For more information, contact Sister Christina at 701-746-9401. Okay again that's magnificent morning it's held on the first saturday of each month at St Anne's living center in Grand Forks uh, includes uh, a lot of uh, a, a lot of events rosary mass music a short talk and a small uh, group discussion thereafter sister Christina at 701 9401 now to St Lambert's church in Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota, St. Lambert's Catholic Church will be hosting a rummage book and bake sale Friday July 19th and Saturday July 20th from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday July 21st from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. The school gym and several classrooms will be full of clothing, books, kitchen items, home decor, furniture and more lunch is included it is served friday and saturday along with a bake sale for more information call 605-336-8808 that's at saint lambert's catholic church in sioux falls south dakota well that wraps up today's 10-minute tour we feature this every real presence live and if you'd like to have your event featured Uh, Please call Brandon at 877-795-0122 and we'd be very happy to feature it. Now, folks, uh, the the brothers will be back. The Sons of Thunder will be back. Coming up next, we will sit down with Travis Schweitzer. Uh, And there's an aroma in the Schweitzer's gourmet meats that can't be beat right now, folks. It smells so good. Travis cooked up some sausage, and uh, Travis will start, will... uh, discuss starting a family business and how god called him and his family to this wonderful calling and later we will take you around the world and how events impact catholics near and far you
5: are listening to real presence Live. father josh and father justin waltz the sons of thunder will be back stay tuned this is real presence live where the focus is not on the evil around us but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good we're local engaging and live on the real presence radio network
2: If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to
1: join you in prayer.
5: is real presence live on the rpr network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the upper midwest now back to the show welcome back everybody my
7: name is father josh waltz and i'm father justin waltz and we are the sons of thunder i'll tell you what right now i got a belly full of meat uh we've been <laughs> during our well-deserved break on the 10-minute tour as mike said uh uh, Travis Schweitzer, uh, the owner of Schweitzer Meats, uh, gourmet meats. We'll get to that <laughs> in a little bit. They are gourmet meats. We'll get man. to that in That's a little bit, but we had some sausage. We had some steak. It was phenomenal. Travis is a good friend of the Sons of Thunder, known him for quite a while now. And He's our uh, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> he is our neighbor in, in, a, in a way. We also have a giveaway of two $50 gift cards to his store. Uh, the way we're going to run that is... As you're listening right now, the first two callers to call in will win those gift cards. 877-795-0122. So, uh, just to kind of begin, you know, thanks for being on the air with us. And you start out with concrete. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing you had the hat with the little cross on it. Obviously, the faith <laughs> is incredibly important to you. I was in the back just looking around at what they're doing back there. They have a big... A uh, picture of Juan Diego and Our Lady of Guadalupe. Awesome. Um, so the faith has been a huge part uh, of of your whole discernment in life. And how did you come up with the idea of this particular business?
16: Yeah. Uh, so that, that is a huge. The, the the biggest part is the faith uh, for for us. And we always Trina and I always wanted to do something where we could we could work with our children right. as a family, work together. And we did that for some years, about 20 years in the construction business, and it was really good to us, but uh, this town keeps getting busier and busier, so I don't like coming in here too much. You know? <laughs> Stay out on
7: the ranch. They live there. Just so people know, there is the actual butcher shop. So the the one in town here at six twenty five, yeah, South Washington Street, right by Runnings and uh, Dan South, Dan Super Value South. That's the this is the one that's just kind of the outlet uh, where you can get certain cuts of meat. But the big the big operation is out at your house.
16: Yeah, yeah, we have a facility where we slaughter and process the whole works uh, from from start to go. But back to the story. Uh, there's, you know, construction's great. It's very seasonal. Uh, lots of equipment to haul around. All those different things. We found this uh, place that we live in in the country about six years ago. There's nothing but a piece of grass out there, and we we built a house. You know, so blessed to be able to do construction. We built a house and a barn and some corrals, and uh, then we eventually decided that. This would be a perfect spot for a butcher shop, something I've always kind of dreamed of doing hmm. for a long, long time. And Trina finally said, "Maybe this is a good spot," and that's about all it took, you know, for <laughs> me. So, uh, so we started it, and we get to work together as a family. And we, we so far, it's it's been phenomenal. That's awesome. Well, it's
6: an amazing shop. Uh, like we said, we just uh, we're partaking of the bounty here uh, <laughs> over the, over the break. We've got a whole. A uh, cooker full of sausage, which is absolutely delicious. We had a New York strip. It was just perfectly done. I mean, if you're listening right now, folks, you need to come on down and uh, sample some of this delicious meat. So how is uh, – the, 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 explain it a little bit, maybe even for myself, like the shop – out at the house like yep. do you
16: raise your own cattle or are you right, buying right. cattle um 95 of the business out there is the surrounding community the ranchers so uh, this is all local beef this is and here is local beef for the most part okay. we, we we need to f- figure out how to raise a cow that's about 100 feet long so you can get <laughs> more uh ribeyes in new york's you know but in the meantime, we you know we could never supply the demand of steaks. So we do have a few USDA steaks in here which are good, but but we get all kinds of our local people to bring in beef. We raise the best beef in the world right here in North Dakota. Absolutely, and you know. uh, we we really really do. And with our facility out there, we can dry age it or. It, it, Cool it and dry age it in the cooler for up to 30 days. Some some have gone as much as 40 days out there. And then we bring them in here, and and obviously they they there's no preservatives, no nothing. We can only keep them on the shelf for a few days. Then we got to freeze them, you know, or whatever, yep. because we just don't do any of that stuff that preserves them. That I know they have to do on the on the bigger market. Sounds you like know. you might be part of their green new deal coming out. <laughs> 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 right. right. Wow! Well, it sounds like you guys listen to too many of them superhero movies. You know, <laughs> Sons of Thunder. <laughs> no, but uh, anyway, uh, so it's really kind of a nice deal to to have local people be able to sell some of their beef. You know, we sell it for them, but they we give them a little premium to bring their beef in, and uh, we try to market it here. So far, so good. It's working real good.
6: So the shop out at the at the your your place that
16: supports this local absolutely so 90 okay. percent of the stuff that comes in here um is processed out there you know like i said we do have a few steaks that come in a box like everybody else but most of it is locally grown locally raised um usually all natural now i'm gonna to get to caused new green deal again but all uh, all natural stuff um but, uh, you know, and then our manager in here and, our, and Dave and, and Marcus make the most unbelievable jerky in the world. It's insanely it's, good. It's really, really good. <laughs> so they make the jerky here. We make sticks and sausage and cut the beef out there. And... Uh, Basically, just kind of bring it all in here to sell, and we do sell a little bit out there. If you ever want to take a beautiful drive out to Moffat, hmm. you stop in our shop, and we got some stuff out there. Yeah, that there it, too. that
7: address is twenty three eight eight one Moffat Road out there. I've driven past it many times, but one of these days in the near future, I'm going to get a, a tour of the, you the butcher stop. shop. I'd yeah. love it. Yeah. Got to
6: come on down and sample some meteor, folks. As you can, you know, as we've been talking about, it's it's all natural. It's all North Dakota, and I can tell you firsthand that it is all delicious as well we just had a little over that break and it was uh
7: absolutely phenomenal and quite honestly i think you know i was giving you a little grief there but i would i mean all the garbage that is put into beef in our our modern day and age i just think i mean to have just a fresh yeah, you know, totally free, non-GMO, all those big names—not from China. Like that's that's a tasty steak. Uh, so, if those of you who are just joining us, we're with Travis Schweitzer down at Schweitzer Gourmet Meats Butcher Shop at six twenty-five South Washington Street in Bismarck. he would like you to get down here, sample some sausages, got some meats up. And uh, take a look at everything he has. I well, do yeah, want to mention the winners yeah, of the that's gift what card I was say, yeah. is uh, Sue from Linton. Congratulations. and Jennifer- Congratulations, Sue. Jennifer Junt from Minot. She says to Father Justin, supper is on her. And
6: Jennifer and her husband <laughs> are in my parish. Their kids serve for us all the time. Why didn't and, we have uh, mom call in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should have called in. <laughs> I wanted my own show.
7: <laughs> so you got a lot of interesting cuts down here. You got a, a, a great business, like you said. After only a couple of years, you guys are doing, you know, doing really well. Which is, this is not an easy business. No. Uh, so maybe talk about a little bit of the struggles. You know, yeah. that you've experienced. Yeah.
16: Um, like anything, it. I would like to think I got some of the roadblocks out of the way with my 20 years of construction experience. So. I'm not going to say I just went into a, a brand new business first time ever. I've run my own business my whole life. But uh, but there's always new things that come up and little obstacles here and there that you got you to gotta try to overcome. And, uh, you know, you really don't know what a business is going to do until you're in it three, four, you know, even five years. But for us to be, we were talking earlier, for us, we're into this retail two and a half years and we're... We're breaking even and doing okay, and in most, a lot of people that are in this business say it's uh, pretty phenomenal to be breaking even after just two years. So we're looking forward to some better stuff out at the plant now. That just by default, there's not enough guys that like to slaughter and butcher anymore, and uh, <laughs> right, and so except your kids, except <laughs> your kids, they're unbelievable. They like to take the steer's head right off. You know. But uh, anyway there uh, so we we uh we got busy right away out there and uh we're just sharpening our skills and doing you know getting better and better all the time at at all the things we do out there but it's not easy and all that stainless steel isn't cheap i'm telling you all <laughs> equipment and stuff is incredible but we've got a lot of it purchased and we're in a pretty good position and we think we're going to be here for the long haul how did, how did your how did your faith affect this whole process yeah absolutely has everything to do with it because it was all about trying to stay on the farm i'm not going to be able to go out and buy up a farm and and buy 500 cows and make all that work i i just can't do that so This was a way... We have a few cows. We do raise a few of our own. We get some from local guys. But it's just kind of for fun and to teach my kids that way of life. The new calves in the spring is such a beautiful thing. Always brings a smile to everybody's face. (laughs) And uh, working with machinery, my boys all know how to run swathers and balers and all that stuff. So we... We wanted to work together as a family, and this is the one way we could do that and stay on the farm. That's awesome. Yeah,
6: you bring up a really good point uh, in regards to, like, actually butchering the thing. You know, there's yeah. so many people. Like, I, I walk in, I buy a steak. But yeah. you know, like, the
7: amount of time it takes, it takes to kill that thing all the way to your cooler, yeah. you know. It's so. a lot. A lot of effort. All right, well, we're coming back. Thank you, Travis, for being well, on the road. Thanks aer- for the aer- steak aer- today. Thanks for the get on down here. 625 South Washington Street. And uh, we're grateful for all you do for the church as well, Travis. Uh, Coming up is the 60 Seconds Around the World and everybody's favorite segment, Catholic Lives Lives Matter. Matter. We'll see you in a bit.
5: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
12: Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marnie College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of Saint Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and
3: inspirational stories weekday mornings from nine to eleven central.
11: Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith in Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com.
5: This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Welcome back everybody, my name is Father Josh Waltz. And I'm Father Justin
7: Waltz. And we we are are the Sons of of Thunder. Thunder. Alright, here's the deal folks, we're going around the world in 60 seconds. So, we're going to begin right now. Filipino elected first Asian head of the Dominicans. A Filipino priest has been elected the new global leader of the Dominican Mission, the first Asian to hold the post. Leadership from the Far East. Bishops of Guatemala on possible agreement with Trump on migrants. However, the government says this would cause serious damage regarding the good and sovereignty of the country. Yes, sir, Mr. President. Bishops of Haiti announce year of prayer and adoration. The Bishops of Haiti call for a year of prayer and adoration in light of the ongoing violent protests in the country. Waging heavy peace. Archbishop Fulton Fulton J. Sheen to be beatified July 6. Pope Francis approved the miracle attributed to Archbishop Fulton Sheen, making possible the American television catechist beatification. Whoop, whoop, holy hour. Filipino Bill would recognize... Catholic annulments, the Philippines House of Representatives passed a bill that would legally recognize church decreed declarations of nullity or or annulments. Out of 293 representatives, 203 voted in favor of the bill. Father Chris Catterman. He's going to be our guest coming up here right now on Catholic Lives Matter because you, you the faithful, you matter in this church. Down here at the butcher shop,
6: Schwatzer's Gourmet Meats. We just had him on last time. We had two winners. But now we're getting real because Catholic lives do matter. And there are a lot of questions that we are going to address in this segment. So... Uh, we're very privileged to have Father Chris with us, the Judicial
7: Vicar of the Diocese. That means he's in charge of all canonical processes and is appointed by the bishop. So, first question, Father Chris, what's it like to render asunder what was never meant to be rendered asunder? Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But the fir- the first question is what what is an annulment for those who maybe aren't you know familiar with it?
10: Well, first we have to answer what is a divorce. A divorce ah. deals with the end. of of a marriage. It is a grant by government authority, it's requested by the couple. The only way a marriage naturally ends is with the death of either party. Civil law recognizes that, church law recognizes that, but what happens if you want uh, something earlier (laughs) that you have to go to the government for and that's called a, a grant of divorce. So that ends. That deals with the end of something. Well, annulments deal with the beginning. Hmm. Hmm. Um, We like to call them declarations of nullity of marriage, and I'll uh, unpack that a little bit more uh, a little bit later. But uh, street, civil courts grant uh, declare annulments, and so do church courts. If you ever look at the uh, Bismarck Tribune and their listing of the divorces that have been granted recently once in a while you'll see also at the bottom that a declaration of nullity or annulment has been granted instead (laughs) and so civil courts are used to this but it's not super common because most people find that getting a a divorce is easier and quicker Um, church tribunals their churches the court of law for the church they handle these And it's very similar process of gathering evidence, seeing if you have a case, see if you are able to prove your case. And it's all about the time of consent, the beginning of the marriage, did it truly begin? The law presumes it does, but later in a proper church court, you can bring in evidence and prove your case that in fact, it never did begin. Something was seriously wrong or not present at that time. Good,
7: yeah, so uh, again, <clears throat> How much you know? I think a, a lot of there's a lot of uh, confusion mm. uh, surrounding uh, annulments right now, especially with the the recent reforms uh, to the annulment process that Pope Francis uh, has instituted. So maybe you could speak a little bit to that. Sure. But I think people are already confused. Just with your language, you know, that helps clear a lot up. But now there's kind of some new language as well.
10: Sure. Um, first of all, if if one if people take away from this program today. If the listeners just take away one thing is that annulments are based on evidence. Right. They're not based on money. They're not based on merit. So, you don't have money or you do pay for them based on money? No. Doesn't work that way. Same what thing. what if I merit. slide you a 1000 bucks under the table? No. <laughs> I'll turn it right back to you. In fact, i a write a letter to you saying that do, that donation is not n- will not be accepted. Um Years ago, of course, there were fees, initial fees, to help people take it seriously. They had some skin in the game. Um, but it only offset about 1% or about 10% of our costs. Wow. So it never was a moneymaker. It never was meant to be a moneymaker. So uh, it's also not, annulments are not based on merit. So in other words, a person may go, well, I'm a, an excellent Catholic. I deserve my annulment. It's not based on that. Right. Or I'm a bad Catholic. I'm a horrible person. There's no way I can get an... O- it's not based on that either. <laughs> it's based on, do you have evidence um, that clusters around the time of consent? And keep in mind, consent is what begins marriage. It's not sex. It's not having children. It's not living together. It's a consent that's exchanged. Two consents by two parties. And we borrow that from the Roman Empire, by the way, and it's pretty much spread throughout the, the world.
7: Hmm.
6: All the way back to the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's wonderful. The things you find out.
7: Ah, uh, we're sitting here with uh, Chris Cadmus, Father Chris Cadmus, Judicial Vicar of the Diocese of Bismarck. I want
6: to go back though to what Father Chris was just talking about. How much does it cost? Because I've heard people, you know, bring up uh, the, the you know the concern. Maybe they don't have money. On the other end of it, they're just <coughs> angry in general about the fees that were associated. with This should be a a free service for anyone who sure. comes. But just to, you know, what were the fees? And, you know, did they, did, you said they kind of covered some of it or they got rid of that? What was that whole process?
10: Well, first of all, Pope Francis, um, he hasn't mandated that the tribunals be free, but he has certainly spoken out informally on many occasions saying how I wish there were no fees. Okay, And so we've responded to that, including the Diocese of Bismarck, and we do all of our local work for free. However, there are costs. The average full formal case, the one that takes a little bit long, like twelve or so many months, that's two to three thousand dollars worth of work, oh, wow. and it's mainly labor. Jeez. We have four full-time uh, individuals on staff to collect evidence, to interview people, um, and then of course uh, lots of individuals. It's, it's actually the largest uh, department at the diocese when you put in all the individuals together. When people say, "Well, I had an uncle that had to pay all this money." I, I can't speak to that. That's rumor. What I want to say is, produce your evidence. I want to see the canceled checks. Right. I want to see, you know, the the, the letters from the tribunal that demanded all these things, mm-hmm. and I'll show you my budgets from the past ten years. Right. No, that's, that's evidence. Yeah. And you'll see that this, about at best, for every ten dollars we spent on expenses, at best we pulled in one dollar in those initial fees. Hmm. Uh, our initial feast perhaps got up to about 450 that was it and then with Pope Francis's encouragement we just cut them all out and said it's not worth the urban legend that this is a money maker for the church and it was a great idea actually for us but we encourage people uh, give generously to God's share right uh, you know uh, because that's the only way this is possible in the Diocese of Bismarck Bishop Kagan underwrites it all Um <laughs> And the budget each year, about fifty thousand dollars in operating expenses, expenses, and about two hundred thousand dollars for labor. There you benefits. have
7: it, folks. Father Chris Cattermous on Catholic Lives Matter. Thanks for coming in and joining. We should get a whole segment with him. I, right? I know, get, right? getting down with the
6: judge.
10: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you have to give me credit. Who came up with the moniker Sons of Thunder? I believe it was Father Chris Cattermous. That's right. <laughs>
7: whenever that's me, funny. whenever me and my brother start. Like arguing about something, Father Chris is always like, "I'm getting the popcorn. Right, right. This right. is going to be entertaining. Yeah, yeah, this is two hours of entertainment. <laughs> anyway, that brings us to the end of the show. We're going to throw it to our uh, production assistant, who will preview the next show for you for us. Aaron,
14: thank you very much, fathers. Uh, we're going to have a great show tomorrow. We're coming to you live from St. James Coffee in Rochester. Father Will Thompson and Matt Wilcom will be your hosts. And Dr. Susan Wendley-Doust will be coming, t- coming in to talk about millennials in the search for truth, goodness, and beauty in the faith. Mm. In the second hour, we will have Father Richard Kunz talking about Poland and the walking in the footsteps of St. John Paul II. We'll also have the 10-minute tour. Deacon John Hayes will be with us to talk about his ordination in the diaconate to the priesthood. And we'll also have Cat Latelier from St. James Coffee to talk about the beautiful mi- the ministry of St. James Coffee. All this and so much more right here on Real Presence Live. Father.
6: Thank you, Aaron. As you can tell, there's a lot of great stuff coming up on Real Presence Live. It was our pleasure to be with you this morning. We had so many great guests, good topics, and lively discussion, to say the least. Folks, get out there, call someone, text someone, get on social media, and tell them if you haven't listened to Real Presence Radio, you haven't lived. We're going to be joining all of you uh, next month as we bring our show back to the airwaves. Until then, know that uh, we will be praying for you, and we ask your prayers for
7: us. Yeah, and we really hope, uh, as my brother said, we're going to be coming at you live next Month in August from Lake Isabel. That's right, Uh, we got a great show. Stay tuned for that. We got seminarians, they're on there. We have about a five day get together, and they're going to be out there. We're going to be praying, we're going to be eating, we're going to be doing all types of water sports and crazy things. You never
6: know where the Sons of Thunder show is going to be coming from.
7: Yeah, we're just, yeah, we just pop up, we might be on a jet ski for all you
6: know the next time we're on here. (laughs) (laughs)
7: <laughs> anyway, it's been a, it's been a great time being with you. I want to thank Travis Schweitzer at Schweitzer Gourmet Meats down here at 625 South Washington Street. Uh, there's a few more samples left. If anybody wants to get down here and support a good Catholic man, uh, we're grateful for him letting us use the store and for the steak and the steak. So we'll until see. then, I'm Father Justin Walsh. I'm Father Josh Walsh, and we are the Sons of Thunder.